0: Have you ever seen those videos where people have like katanas and they open up wine bottles with katanas? <laughs> yeah. I kinda wanna try to do that. I don't think tonight's the night to do that because we don't have a katana, but <laughs> next next time we get together, we need to um get a katana. <laughs> well,
1: there was the opening of that beer. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Are You Ready For Another? The ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Kevin Murphy. And I'm Michael Moyer. So our our current recording situation is we're actually live with one another, um, which those people that don't know, um, we record over Skype. So um, this is the first time we've actually recorded in person with one another since
1: the kind of the pilot episode yeah the unreleased pilot episode now again in the future uh, when we create a patreon and the thousand dollar a week tier yeah (laughs) we will release the super secret right pilot episode right that is so mind-blowingly funny (laughs) that you will definitely want to pay a thousand dollars a week but you can only get it if you pay a thousand dollars a week for a year (laughs) oh man but um yeah, so we're we're live in person and um uh Kevin and I decided, you know, what better time to uh try beers and share beers than in in person. So this mm-hmm. first beer, it's called Game of Thrones, officially licensed
0: by HBO, and the actual beer is called For the Throne. Um and it is a Belgian strong Uh, Golden Ale, Um, which I'm interested to see what what you think of it. Because you're not a big fan of Belgians. Nope, nope, not at all. So you're like
1: drinking this. You're like, ugh. So, um, similar to my feelings of a certain TV show, I got turned on by the bottle. Okay. And the idea of it. Yeah. And I didn't really look into what it was. Uh, Oh, okay. And then... I drank it. (laughs) And I was like, not horrible. Right. But not the best best. beer I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So, the
0: the reason why I don't mind Belgians is because I was actually in Belgium, and that's the only thing that you could get. (laughs) (laughs) So, I... You you, It was like you had to get used to it. So I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of when I was, you know, in Belgium. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I thought you
1: were literally just like, well, I've been in Belgium, so I have to like it. No, no. It
0: was like we were drinking, like I was talking about like delirium and and all of the tapas, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, different styles of beers and stuff. So, um, I mean, I'm not a super fan of it, but...
1: I I can probably drink a whole beer so and be fine. who actually brewed this is it is it people on the staff of the Game of Thrones TV show for HBO I mean it's got to be like oh this is uh, the Game of Thrones beer blah 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 all this stuff but it's like brewed in blah 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 mm-hmm. you know um because it, it, it's truthfully to me it is so nondescript as a belgium beer like it's just like yep that's that's a beer right like so there's nothing kind of fancy that sets it apart right you know so so we're gonna let let you listeners in on a little bit of the secret sauce that happens right now so normally kevin and i record like a hundred miles apart i think you know, maybe a little less because yeah. I know it's 70 miles from my house to downtown Columbus. Yeah, so. I
0: think it, I think, uh, like 86 miles, 86 miles, yeah, so, something. So like we that. are
1: 86 miles apart, usually, when you know, through the magic of technology, we yes. come to your ears like we're in a single room, right? Which we fooled multiple people, multiple people. Yes. All of our thousands of listeners yeah. have been fooled, <laughs> uh, give or take. <laughs> A thousand yeah. listeners. But... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, so what we're going to try and do tonight, uh, listeners, is we're going to come to you in a two-part episode of Canada Michael sitting in Michael's basement. And tonight's episode, we're going to kick off with TV shows and what are some of our favorite TV shows. And one of the reasons we picked this Game of Thrones beer is... Recently Game of Thrones just ended and it's one of the easily top ten TV shows that have happened. Mm-hmm. Not we can argue the quality, but like in cultural significance. Right, uh, right. Everyone is talking about it. Everyone's like, Did you do you watch it? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, like it's... even companies that
0: had nothing to do with Game of Thrones are still like jumping on the the Game of Thrones bandwagon, especially for this last like couple episodes that, that it aired.
1: (laughs) And, um, you know, Game of Thrones is the kickoff. I, I, I have read all of the books that have been released. And I think, um, my background with book reading and movies or TVs Mm. is, uh, the first time I can kind of remember a book fan being like, oh, the books are so much better. Yeah, yeah. Was with Lord of the Rings. Okay. Right. And Lord of the Rings came out, what, in 2001? Okay. I think, right? The the movie, not not the book. Gotcha, obviously. gotcha. And um, I remember watching Lord of the Rings, and I was just like, I want to know more about this world. Uh-huh. Like it was so gorgeous it was so cool right i knew there were books and uh-huh. that was the first time that i was like i am going to go read these books because i want to know more yeah yeah and w- for me it's always been the the movies or tv shows never take away from the books in my mind or when they're done well i should say uh-huh. right like uh-huh you always had the books and the books can expand on stuff like uh, Harry Potter is a perfect example mm-hmm. there's seven well there's eight Harry Potter movies the last book was split into two movies yeah yeah but yeah they cut out stuff mm-hmm. in the movies but mm-hmm. like you you have the books you always had the books to go to and stuff right so game of thrones was the first book series and the book series is called a song of fire and ice it's not called game of thrones okay the first book in the s- series of a song of fire and ice is called game of thrones. Okay. Started reading it. And I read the first one and then I saw that HBO was making a show off of it. I was okay. like, that's awesome. But at yeah. the same time, I'm like, Oh, that sucks. Cause it's not a movie. Uh huh. Right. Right. Because yes, HBO had, Sopranos and a bunch of other things, but like this was an epic story, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This this was Lord of the Rings, but what if Lord of the Rings was like a political thriller, like you know, right, uh, right, with a twist on it, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. but it still had dragons and magic and stuff, but really was about the political intrigue of it. Like it's like one of those movies you would see in the '90s about a a presidential race, right? Like that's what Game of Thrones was, but Uh there's dragons and. In zombies, right? <laughs> right, it, right? It's this crazy thing. So it was the first time I'd ever like fell in love with a book series, mm-hmm. and then a movie or television show came out. So I had crazy high expectations for this show. Okay. First season of Game of Thrones TV show is to a T the perfect a- adaptation of a book to TV sh- or yeah. book book to visual medium TV or movie, right? Bar right. None. Like, I would recommend anyone, Kevin, I know you haven't seen Game of Thrones, right? Right. No, I haven't. Season one, bar none, watch it. Okay. It's up there. Yeah. You know. Uh, Katie tried to watch it, and here's where a lot of people run into problems with it. There's three things that can happen. It's HBO. So there's tons of nudity because it's HBO. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like SNL has a joke sketch about, like... Like the number of penises and boobs that are <laughs> flown out, and they're like, and it's their their content director, and they come in and they're writing a really like important scene, and it's like, oh, you know, this is like really pertinent to the story, and the content director is a twelve year old boy with zits all over his face, <laughs> and he's like, we need more boobs, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, Steve spoke, we need more yeah. boobs, so throw yeah. some boobs in, there. and and that it, it is a little ridiculous in uh-huh. some seasons. Uh-huh. It's just like. Come on! Do we really need to see? Like, I hey hey hey, <laughs> listeners. Even I am like, ugh, that's a little excessive, <laughs> you know. And, and so that's that's part one. If you have any problem with just yeah, just excessive nudity, okay. right? Like, okay. not really like pertinent to the story. Right. That's one. The second is violence. It is HBO, so it's gonna be super gory. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and, and violent.
0: Like, like, are you talking like
1: Kill Bill violence, where it's just like. Crazy blood, yeah, just yeah. everywhere. And, and like, if somebody's head gets smashed, you're gonna see that head gets smashed, oh, okay. right? Yeah. It's not gonna do the cool uh Hitchcock move of being like, oh, it's more scary to not see it. And, yeah, and you look. Yeah, yeah. no, nope, yeah. we're gonna show it to you. So yeah. that, that's another. The third is actually the problem with um, the writing itself. Okay, and I don't think it's a problem, but it's kind of a fantasy problem. And Kevin, I think you'd be fine with it because you played World of Warcraft for so many years. Uh-huh. But the number of characters that you are thrust into, and it's not like these characters' name are Steve, Sarah, Michael, uh-huh. Kevin, uh-huh. Jeremy. These characters all have unique fantasy names yeah Arya, yeah. daenerys you know all this stuff the uh-huh. only person that doesn't is john because he's a bastard <laughs> you know and like he, he, that's what they're like you're you're, you're john you know like it so that's a problem and that's what katie couldn't get over is the the there's too many characters that are just wild fantasy and it's like uh, uh, we can't you can't it's hard to keep track of yeah yeah but if you can get past that type of stuff um, or if it doesn't bother you, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I the first season, especially up through at least season four, okay. I believe, are I put up there with favorite TV shows of all time. Okay, like edge of your seat, holy crap! Mm-hmm. Did you just see what happened? You know, mm-hmm. and that's where I'll leave that there, um, because. I, I, the show just ended and there's tons of talk about how it ended, etc. But because you haven't seen it, I'm just going to end it there where I a lot of people are disappointed with the ending. Okay, I'm not crazy disappointed. I'm just like a parent that is disappointed. You yeah. know, like, yeah, like <laughs> I, I expected better. Of I expected better. <laughs> And you know, I'm oh, man. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I'm just Where there's a lot of mad people, right? And yeah. that's kinda how I feel. Like okay. still worth the journey in my mind. Still right. right. The the closest thing that I can compare this to is the ending of Lost. Lost was another show that I and 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 Katie too, we were really into watching. I thought it ended very well, but mm-hmm. then once you start mm-hmm. reading Online, yeah, yeah, that happens so many times in our world. Just not with TV shows, with everything, right? Right. You start seeing all these other opinions, and it, it starts morphing your own. Even, um, even if I was just yeah. like, eh, okay, it was right. pretty good, it wasn't bad, right. and then I'm like, oh, you know what? That was horrible. What the heck, you know? And I'm like, wait, yeah. that's not how I felt when I watched it. Now I'm, you know, like, yeah, yeah, and, and and so Lost was that way, and I kind of felt like I stopped myself after Game of Thrones because I was okay with it. It right. wasn't like right. best ending ever. Yeah, it was adequate and then i started reading stuff and it started um form- formulating my own or changing my own thoughts that mm-hmm. i'd formulated mm-hmm. and, and i don't like that so yeah like i
0: so like kind of to to what, what i'm thinking with that is is sometimes we'll watch like just really crappy like romantic comedies or something like that and some of the things in those movies just do not make any sense like how could that ever happen or that's not even possible or, you know, just ridiculous things. But I always, I always try to like pull it back to like, you kind of just, you, you need to like put those things aside and just kind of take it for what it is and not necessarily like try to like analyze it on a, like an analytical value or something like that. And so like there'll be times where we'll be watching movies and I'm just like, "You know what? That th- this is just how it is. Like it's it's <laughs> it's supposed to be kind of a just a lighthearted comedy mm-hmm. and that doesn't make any sense, but I'm not going to say, "Well, that could never happen in real life." I'm just going to take it how it is and move on, you yeah. know. And 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 I think that's maybe how you got to kind of look at it with with certain tv shows or whatever is you you can't get super deep into it because then like you say you you kind of overanalyze s- some of the the things about it and and then you like i don't know like it, i i would understand if it, it, it was if it was a massive plot hole or something mm-hmm. like that but if it's minutia stuff
1: then mm-hmm. you know kind of take it for what it is and move on you yeah. Know? Do you, in talking about that, like kind of changing your perspective on stuff, and you're like, hey, I thought it was just a fun romantic comedy, and uh-huh. then I read something and it was like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. And right. then you're like, oh, it just ruined my enjoyment of that, and mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the first TV show that you loved?
0: I remember we would always watch uh, Blossom right before we would go to bed. And I remember. I never wanted the show to end because I knew when the episode was over, like, that was time I
1: had to go to bed. Holy shit, Kevin. I think you just um, created a feeling that I didn't know needed to be described. Okay. And it is the, there's a, sh- when you are young. Uh-huh. And you have a bedtime, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to watch a show... Before bed. Before bed, yep. and you want the show to not end yep, because you know when it ends, it's your it's, bedtime. It's your Not bedtime. necessarily because you love the show so much. Right. I feel like there's got to be a German word for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> German has words for every type of feeling. Right, right. It's called Blossom and it stands for... That time when you want to really like stay up later, but you yeah. can't because once Blossom ends, right. you have right. to go to bed. That is hilarious because do you want know my show was okay. no. with the same feeling. Okay. okay, was Doogie Howser, really with Neil Patrick Harris? Okay, okay. And here's what's even funnier is I couldn't even finish till the end of the episode. My bedtime was um, I was already pushing it at that point. Okay, I think it came on at nine, oh. so my bedtime was nine. But I had like convinced my mom that here's what I would like to think happened. Yeah, <laughs> is Doogie Howser's like a 14 year old kid? He's a right, doctor. Look, right. he's changing the world. I need to learn how to be Doogie Howser so I can yeah. go to college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. Uh, mom would let me stay up 15 minutes past my bedtime. Okay. Okay. So I got for I watched all of Doogie Howser like half of the show. <laughs> but I had the same feeling. I was like, I don't want this. Yeah, you like, don't want it to. End. I, I don't want it to end because, like, oh, when it goes to that commercial, mom will be like, oh, "Time to go to yep. bed and stuff." Yep. So, Lily, what is your TV show that you're going to be like, oh, I yeah. can't wait for? But the, here's the thing: she's not. No. She's not going to watch no. live TV. No, and it's going to be a YouTube. Yeah person no here's the difference is um you know with uh parental controls on iphones and uh-huh. everything i can say hey your internet stops working at 8 yeah yeah and that'll be it she'll be like oh shoot uh whatever that feeling is the the blossom uh feeling that i just invented the word is <laughs> she will try and you know do that but yeah that is yep. awesome so so blossom is do you remember anything about the show other than that feeling uh, in ju- I mean, just the
0: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how could you not remember that? What was his name? Was this Joey? Yeah, Joey. Yeah, and we're gonna be like whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I seriously
0: need to like get Hulu or something so I can go back and watch those episodes. <laughs> And re- I think relive, it's
1: probably relive those memories. One and it was Joey Lawrence that would say that. Well, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's probably best left in, in the it, past, in the memories. Yeah, because you will just be like, man, really? Like, uh-huh. I, I've tried uh-huh. to watch um, the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, and I'm just like, ugh, this is like rough, like even from a nostalgia standpoint and based, you know, we're 20, what, two episodes into this show and everybody knows that Michael's all about nostalgia. That's why right. the show exists right. is about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for me to watch that. Yeah, cartoon. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: <laughs> what, what, what do you think is so hard
1: about like, you just think, is it the, the it's ride? animation. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obvious that it was done cheaply as cheaply as possible. the the writing is beyond juvenile like there are spongebob squarepants is a great example it is a smartly written kid show okay right yeah you can watch the first season of spongebob squarepants as a 37 year old And still find humor in it, right? And be like, okay, it's silly. It is for kids, Uh but there is a difference between quality content written for kids, like a Sesame Street or a Mister Rogers Neighborhood, Uh uh that is like well thought out, well written, and just garbage that is shoved down (laughs) kids' throats to literally sell toys, right? Right. And the the glorious eighties that brought on so many great things was when finally the floodgates opened. And before then, you were never allowed to advertise uh, stuff to kids in TV shows um, through cartoons in in a certain way. Uh Uh-huh. And so when you would have um, uh, Scooby-Doo and stuff, it it wasn't like there were, hey, kids – uh, try out my new Scooby Snacks, and Scooby Snacks was a real thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. They would instead have celebrities on. So you'd have the Harlem Globetrotters. You'd okay. have that because that wasn't, that was okay. Right. But the 80s, right. they finally, the um, FCC or whatever it was, the, F- the Federal Trade, I can't remember who it was. I think it was the FCC. But they finally, like, negotiated enough and said, hey, we're going to break this rule. You can now advertise the kids with the caveat, and you'll remember this, Kevin. Okay. Every 80s show had a, um, the more you know, type lesson. At the ah, moment. yeah, hey yeah. kids, don't do drugs. Oh, hey, I'm just playing in the street. Right, and I right. saw this white powder, uh-huh. and, and then Donatello comes up and is like, "That's why you don't do drugs." <laughs> you know, that was the trade-off. Okay. You can literally Hasbro, you can create these machines that turn into fucking trucks, and you can make a cartoon out of it that is literally only existing to sell toys to kids yeah yeah. every show is that way he-man transformers okay uh everything in the 80s was that way go bots uh, list goes on micro machines yeah yeah yeah. everything was just to sell toys to kids right Uh, right the greatest example of this was the transformers movie in uh let me look this up real quick i think it was 1987 1986 the perfect example of this is um Transformers movie comes out. Hasbro has created Transformers, huge mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, television show. So I'm I am five at this point. I am Transformers are the most mind blowingly cool thing. There is a group of Transformers called the Dinobots. This is my peak of dinosaur <laughs> world, and they're yeah. robots that turn into dinosaurs. And you go and see the movie, okay? And they kill off Optimus Prime. Mm -hmm. They kill Optimus Prime. And the reason they do it is because they want to introduce a new toy in the Transformers universe. Yeah, Yeah. They had no idea. Kids left crying. They were just, they really were so far up their own butts that they thought kids would just be like, Oh yeah, Optimus is so old school. Let's buy the new one. Yeah, and it really backfired. They had to bring Optimus back as okay. a character in canon because they didn't realize that like their capitalistic, like we're just shoving toys down your throat, yeah. was like actually like kids were taking it seriously, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And so, so that's kind of where that distinction lies. Of like there's smartly written kid stuff like Pixar movies, you know, and right, then there's right. garbage like the Minions movies that yeah. is literally just <laughs> Yeah, like i i mean it is it is weird to like see those things. Yeah. But yeah. um yeah, sorry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but definitely those first few seasons is rough. Right. It well but it's saved by the movie that came out in 1989, okay. right? Or 1990. Okay. Like okay. that movie to me, I would fight anyone to the death. That is still a good fucking movie yeah like yeah you replace those guys in green suits that jim henson's company did mat- masterfully to, to in my eyes like so much better than the cgi crap that michael bay did you know five years ago yeah yeah It it is a dark movie it is a kids movie and it is like well written uh-huh and uh-huh. i just anybody the fir- the second one goes off the rails and it becomes a kids movie again they're not <laughs> even fucking allowed to use their weapons because parents were like "Ah." (laughs) now i will say i will say they probably had some merit to this because kevin okay you were into turtles for a bit right yeah yeah who who was your character my character was who did you like okay if i'm gonna play someone i am michelangelo Raphael, donatello leonardo um it was it was
0: the guy in the blue that was Leonardo. Leonardo. So he he's had the, the leader with the, the swords. To- yeah, two yeah. swords. Yeah. Two swords. Yeah.
1: Yep. 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 So good choice. Yeah. Leader, intelligent, tries to be thoughtful, et cetera. Um, I was obviously Michelangelo because, mm-hmm. I mean, we shared the same name. Yeah. Of not course. Really. Um, uh, my friend Mikey was Donatello. Okay. Donatello was the staff, but Donatello was super intelligent. I never really knew anyone that would pick Raphael. He was, like, the comic relief, right? No, Michelangelo's comic relief.
0: Michelangelo.
1: Raphael was the, like, hard ass that was always, like, in a bad mood. Oh, okay. Okay. So here's here's the funny thing is, like, later in life, I was like, oh, man, I probably shouldn't have picked Michelangelo because he's just the Calabunga dude. I just want to eat pizza. Yeah. And then I read an article written by someone, like, going in deep into turtle lore. Uh uh (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. Deep into turtle lore. Michelangelo is the most undisciplined you know, unfocused character of the Turtles. Uh-huh. But he fights just as well as all of them. mm And so if he actually focused, he would be the most supreme fighter of them all. But he just really wants to have a good time and make yeah. sure everybody else has a good time. You're right. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, go on. Get your game on, Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, so so there probably was some merit to this movie having problems with uh, weapons in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because nunchucks are illegal in Ohio, or at least the United States, I think. Um, And so you have these four characters. You have Leonardo, the leader, Mm -hmm. two Mm -hmm. katana blades. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why he needs two, but it's badass. Of course. Uh, You have Raphael with two sides, which are like just big knives, right? Donatello... giant staff Mm -hmm. uh just wood stick michelangelo with two sets of nunchucks so if you're a nine-year-old kid and you're playing out in the backyard and you want to play your favorite character Mm -hmm. and you're like kevin all right you're going to be leonardo what do you go grab like you you have to recreate it right you're not just going to put a blue bandana on you know you're going to go grab something to yeah, replicate so his swords. It's going to be like br- a broom handle. Or yeah, something. Or some- and so for Michelangelo, I need to make numchucks. So what do I do? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think my dad knew that Adam did this. So my brother being the cool brother that he was, he uh-huh. was six years older than me, whatever, knew that I love Michelangelo, wanted a pair of nunchucks. I think Adam tried to buy me numchucks through uncle Adam. Okay. And uncle Adam's like, the, 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 like he's like, there's a lot of legal stuff in the world and he's like that stuff you really can't buy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I might be able to buy a 50 gauge caliber like machine gun off, you know, the black market, but nunchucks, nope, you you know, you don't want to mess with that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Adam gets a pair of uh hedge trimmers. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. With just wooden handles. And Adam saws off the ends. Okay? Uh-huh. So they're two g- g- giant chunks of wood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the heavier things. He drills holes through them and then like p- p- gets some shoe uh shoestring and ties them together and makes these amazing nunchucks <laughs> that I had so many bruises all over my body from oh, me yeah. trying to be Michelangelo. <laughs> and so I can only imagine if mom really knew what I was doing in the backyard with these illegal things that Adam <laughs> just created for me. Hitting myself in the head. And mom always was like, why do you have so many bruises on you? And I was like, I don't know. I just go play outside. It's because I was freaking swinging these goddamn giant chunks of wood all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, thanks, brother, for right. creating my illegal things.
0: So just so you know... The power of the internet—you mm-hmm. can get nunchucks on the Amazon for like nothing. Like, I want to buy a pair. Thir- Thirteen dollars, you
1: can get a a bundle of nunchucks. No, wait, are but they're illegal in certain states. So let's look up the legality. What states are nunchucks illegal? I feel. I feel like that was a Reagan thing. <laughs> he was just like. This is what's wrong with our youth. (laughs) Oh, man. They're wanting to hit themselves with nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so Kevin, you have Blossom as your first memory. Yeah. What is, if you had to rank your favorite TV show of all time, what's your favorite TV show? Uh, Should we we say... (sighs) Should we put any caveats on that? Like, it has to be rewatchable for you? Or is it just... Like, I don't know. What What do you think? What do, um, What do you want to do? What What do you? How do you want to preface your favorite TV show? It could be comedy because if it's right, rewatchable, you're right. like, oh, I can watch this a thousand times. Right. But something um, dark, you might not want to watch a thousand right. times. You know. I want to say, man, it
0: it it's weird because when so when you when you say the word favorite TV show, the two things that come to my to my mind is things that I've watched really long in the past and things that I've watched currently. So it's weird to kind of say, like, well, what was my favorite of all of that? Yeah. You know, because it's, like, it's two different...
1: Well, why don't, why don't you say both in? Like, okay. Yes, differentiate the two meanings, you know?
0: Okay, so T... Was it TGIF? Thank goodness it's Friday. Yeah, so there was a group of shows, uh-huh. and I think it was, like, I think it was Full House. I think it was Family Matters. I think there was like a, a group of 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 shows, like home improvement was in there, maybe. Yeah, okay.
1: Here we'll go through um the shows, okay? Okay. Now TGIF has been around for a long time, um for uh NBC or who was it? Yeah, ABC. A B C yeah, yeah it start, yeah. started actually back in the day. But the 1980s version, so I think it started with Perfect Strangers in, in 1988, you know, that was with Balky, you know, and it was like his cousin was from uh-huh. some fake Middle Eastern place. Uh-huh. But you had the Perfect Strangers, Full House, yeah. Mr. Belvedere, just the Ten of Us. Holy crap. And it was a spinoff of Growing Pains. I did not know that, but man. Uh, yeah, I do not know that I, Okay, either. so do you remember Just the Ten of Us? No. It was no. a mom and dad with eight kids. And I remember being, that was late 80s, so I would have been, like, 9, 10. I remember just being in love with the girls on that show. (laughs) Like, that's all I remember. Yeah. I thought they were, like, the the most gorgeous girls I've ever seen. Right, right. And, like, maybe that was the first time I was like, hey, I'm into girls. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's continue on. Family Matters. Yeah. With Steve Irko, did I do that? Uh, Dinosaurs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Not the or not the mama. <laughs> no, it was the baby. It was. I know, but don't... the baby would say, "Not the mama," and hit the dad in the head. You're you're not the mama, the 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 baby dinosaur. Yeah, would say yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, step by step, boy meets world, mm-hmm. hanging with Mister Cooper, si- hanging with Nick? sister, sister. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, Sabrina, I love. Yeah, I love yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. So, so there you go. <laughs> So all of the essentially all of those shows. So okay, so you're saying them as a, a a unit, a collective. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Because I I watched a lot of that. <laughs> you know that that essentially the, what you just listed off was my
1: childhood of TV yeah. shows. That know? makes sense. Okay, so so that's the like that that would be a good example of my um, teenage mutant ninja turtles, like. I watched that so much the TV show, but I bet if you went back to any of those shows now, you'd be like, "What was I smoking when I was nine years old?" Right, right, right. right. Okay, so so now that's that's the one half. What's the other half of your favorite TV shows?
0: So it would have to be like more the the modern stuff that's yeah, yeah, been out. Yeah, So like uh, Breaking Bad, yeah. or um, Better Call Saul, or. Uh, so like we, we also like watch like um we uh Life in Pieces, which actually has uh Tom Hanks' son in it. Oh Colin is, Hanks. Yeah, Colin Hanks, yeah. Um so like Life in Pieces, uh we watch um like Superstore yeah. Uh, the Goldbergs, like, those, those type so of... So these are
1: they're modern shows. And, and and what's interesting is you're wrapping it in your life with Melissa. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like, um, I don't think a single one of those shows that you just mentioned happened pre... Well, other than TJF, right? Yeah. Happened before Melissa. And right, right. So I think, you know... I don't think there That's... was much TV watching in between. Uh... <laughs> there, there was too much, too much lady yeah. scoping. <laughs> He's like, hey, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for TV. Thank goodness it's oh, Friday man. for Kevin. Oh, yeah. Psst. All right. Um, our next beer that Kevin and I are sharing for tonight is Michael's favorite beer of all time. It is the Devil's Kettle Hath No Fury that I grabbed from my uh, cellar. Yeah. also known as my closet in my right. basement <laughs> um but everybody already knows how i like this one so kevin what do you think and and, and this one's been in there for a while and i i don't, I don't know how it'll stand up but
0: mm. like a like a black velvety rich smooth tasting motherfucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think we have a show title right <laughs> there <But, laughs> we might get flagged by the oh, yeah. uh, the, the the podcast that's, gods that's but that's true uh, <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? I just uh, um, I'm getting off rails there, but um, <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, I was just I was gonna say I just listened to a, a podcast about uh, four girls talking about their orgasms. So woo, <laughs> this is a family friendly TV is, show episode, yes. Kevin. That's what I say. I'm getting off rails. Yeah. Here. Okay. So, um, is there? Uh, so, I kind of, do you ever feel like there is just too much to watch? Yeah. Like, I kind of feel that way right now. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. We are in a, you, you've always heard the, oh, the golden age of X, the yeah, golden age yeah, of this. Yeah. We are in a platinum age. Of oh, yeah. Not just um. shows, but like really good shows. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: there's there's so many shows that I know that are good, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't, I'm like, I don't have the time yeah. to commit to another show. Yeah. And so, like, uh, some of the shows is, like, Stranger Things. I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched any more yeah. of that. Um, Orange is the New Black. I know it's a good show, but I, again, yeah. I can't start another show, you know? like. Yeah. Uh, my dad really got into, I think it's called, like, Black Mirror. Yeah. And, again, I'm sure it's a great show, but, again, I just, I can't, I just, I can't. Like, yeah. it's almost like you got to be selective of, mm-hmm. like, what shows you want to
1: devote your time to.
0: Yeah, be- because you you can't watch it all. It's just impossible.
1: It's like music right now. Okay. Never in our history um, of consuming Media, right? And think about that for a second. 200 years ago, our ancestors weren't being like, man, I really love me some Pat O'Haron. right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, he's the best guitar player Mm. west of the, the, you know, Mississippi, whatever. Right, right. Right? Like, us consuming music and um, media, TV, entertainment Mm -hmm. is so vast now. Oh, yeah. it's you, you know, you'd be lucky if you lived in Megs County 100 years ago if there was a play that happened, right? And it didn't matter if it was yeah. a great play. Uh-huh. It was the only play that came through, and you were uh-huh. like, hey, I just saw a play and stuff, right? Right, there, right. But now I can, and you, can weed out the crap that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't like this type of music. Sorry, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. There's so much of this other thing that I like whether it's T V or music, et cetera, and stuff. It's just kinda like and and I think you don't need to feel bad for not watching Stranger Things or Orange is the New Black. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and that's where I think shows like Game of Thrones are such a unique experience because yes, people are talking about Orange and the Black. Orange is the New Black, sorry. But they're not it's not like, oh, my God, did you just see the finale? Like, it is not an event program. Yeah, yeah, Like, there's very few event programming mm-hmm. shows still in existence. Yeah, yeah. And that's why Game of Thrones is kind of like one of those, yep, you probably should experience it just because everybody's talking about yeah, it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I, I, I think back to probably the first time somebody was like, are you watching this show? And I was like, no, you know. Are you watching Stranger Things? No. Nah, mm-hmm. you know I saw mm-hmm. one, and the first time it happened to me was um, Brian that I work with. You know my first big boy job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "Please tell me you're watching Arrested Development," and I was like, eh, "I saw one, and it was yeah, okay." Yeah. He's like, "No, like just," and this was season three. It was like. The all the ads were like, oh, the the show's gonna be canceled. Like yeah. the show was like very like, hey, please save us. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It was two thousand five. It started in two thousand three or whatever. And man, talk about a show that like I regret not like why didn't I watch this when it was live? Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. we bought those three seasons, and John and I literally had it just on repeat for like <laughs> three months. I know, I know. Uh, like I. I
0: remember visiting you guys, and it was just always on. <laughs> it was always on. Because there's always money in the banana stand.
1: <laughs> hey, there is. There we go. There's another. That That one's probably a little more appropriate show title than the uh, yeah. uh, whatever one. The velvety black. Whatever. <laughs> like pussy pomegranate or whatever you said it was. <laughs> There's always money in the banana There's stand. There's always money in the banana stand.
0: <laughs> and he's like, why'd you burn down the banana stand? There was like $2 million in cash there. Oh, man. And you know what? That is one show that, again, like, I'm never going to find time for it, but I would like to go back and, like, rewatch it. I,
1: like, um,. So, what's disappointing is Netflix revived it, right? And I would easily put those first three seasons of Arrested Development. Okay. If I had to um, be ousted to an island, okay, uh, banished to an island to live the rest of my life. And you could only have. They're like, you can only have. You have ATV, it's Uh a 12 inch CRT that you had when you were, you know, nine. It's a black and white. Here you go. Um, and you can only have one show that magically plays on loop um it would be arrested development season 1 through 3 uh-huh um n- there have been new seasons and as much as i like want to
0: yeah probably more them, than than other people
1: want exactly. to exactly i'm just like i just i try and find the good in it i want to love you i, w- I just <laughs> let me love you yeah. you know <laughs> and and it doesn't let me love it like uh. And, there, and there's a lot of problems there are a lot of issues like they couldn't get all the actors together, yeah because you know, they're yeah. doing different shows and right so, right so they tried to write around that and it was trying to be clever like the other shows the The brilliance the brilliance of arrest development is the subtlety in how they tie things back to other things mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. first three seasons and by the time you hit season three, you're like, holy crap, really. Like, that thing they referenced, like, offhandedly in season one, even though they didn't think of it, tying it, but they made it work, and it was like, oh, yeah, like, your father was building houses for Saddam Hussein, you know, like, and it was perfect timing, because it was, like, peak of the Iraq war at the time and stuff, and the new one tries to do that, or the new episode trying to do that, and it's just, it's just rough, and it's just like, oh, like, just, kill it just just stop yeah, like, yeah stop trying to save it like just mm-hmm. let me remember those first three seasons yeah and... yeah so okay kevin gun to the head you're banished to the island of kevin you have your you have your first tv that you ever owned in your mm-hmm. bedroom mm-hmm. and it replays a tv show on loop i mean you can mute it and stuff it's not like you have to watch it but it's like if you ever need entertainment yeah um what show is it? Gun to the head right now. You have three seconds. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: fuck. Uh, uh blow deck Mediterranean. I don't know what is Below deck Mediterranean. Is that a TV show? Yeah. What's? What? I've what? talked. I've talked about this in previous episodes. I know, but what is it? It's where people work on yachts.
1: You have not talked about this yes, on previous episodes. Yes, I have. What episode was it? Uh, Go I to our show notes. I, if, <laughs> I guarantee you, it's not in our show notes. Below deck Mediterranean yeah. has never been linked in our show notes. No, it hasn't ever been linked. But that's because it's not been talked about. It has. It has. All right, you find. Okay, okay. show
0: listeners. All eight of you. I think. I think it's. It's like episode eight or nine something. <laughs> no,
1: like that. no. Below yeah. deck Mediterranean. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Well, well, we'll pause. If it is there and it needs to be added in, there was one reason it wasn't added in because Kevin is not great at adding in his show links <laughs> that he needs to add in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go back. All right. All right. All
0: right. Anyways, it's a <laughs> it's a show that kind of checks all the boxes for entertainment value. It's not super serious where you have to pay attention. But it's serious enough where you pay attention just enough to like get what's going on. So that that's what I like about it. Is it's 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 entertaining, there's drama, there's
1: expensive yachts, there's uh rich people. Did and- I just really not pay attention to you at all when you described this previously? No. This is brand can- new to me, Kevin. No. I I I will find the sh- I I linked it. <laughs> I will find it. This is awesome. <laughs> and it was always called Below Deck Mediterranean? Yep.
0: Yeah, yep, 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 yep.
1: This is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Below Deck Mediterranean is an American reality t- TV show on Bravo that premiered on May 3rd, 2016. It's a spin-off of Below Deck, another series aired on the same network. And Chronicles of the Lies. Oh, no, no, no. I thought, okay. I think I might be remembering this now. I thought we were talking about, um. oh, shoot, the at, at sea, uh, the fishing one where the guys like die and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. that one called? That's a Deadliest Catch. Deadliest Catch. Okay. I think I do remember you mentioning this now, but I didn't know it was called Below Deck Mediterranean. Okay. But you can still find it, though, because I'm still not convinced no. that you ever linked I to, to- I did, I did. Because, no, it didn't happen. I did no I did (laughs) I'm going to our our, art and I keep every show note that we've ever written in our our uh, thing over here Kevin Bravo TV there you go yep Natalie's coal fired pizza the next one was Bravo TV below deck Mediterranean oh yeah (laughs) so how'd you find out about this um (laughs) you're good you're gonna laugh uh, you're, you're, so wait, I got the... it, I got it. You're driving your infinity, listening to classical music, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I really need to up my drinking game.
0: Yeah, I need to, no, it's even better than that. So there's this show on Bravo called Below Deck Mediterranean, and it's a reality show about these people that work on chartered yachts, okay, yeah. And so, a lot of the chartered guests on the yachts, they order espresso martinis. So, that's kind of how I first heard
1: about them. All right. All right. Really, that's the one you'd pick? Probably, yeah. Yeah? Like, yeah. is it on your TV all the time now? Or, like, do you watch it a lot?
0: Yeah, well, like, the new season came out, and Melissa and I watch it religiously.
1: So you find time for below deck Mediterranean, (laughs) which is on no one's. Hey, did you watch this show last night? I know they're like Kevin's like, hey everyone, there's a show called below. It is so unforgettable or forgettable that I forgot that we talked about it in an episode that was only eleven weeks ago. Oh shit! I will say that you know, like, uh, uh, that's awesome. Because no, you guys I, also got me into the tiny house watching. Sometimes I go to your house and you just have random like right, HGTV right. shit on. And that's what I
0: that's what I love is that sometimes I say things and like sometimes like you you pick it up and you're like oh yeah like I you, I, I fucking been watching that because I saw it at your house one time. It's <laughs> like yes.
1: All right, Kevin. To end this episode. Okay. I feel like um I mean we can keep talking if you want cuz we're 57 minutes in. Okay. But we should probably step on the topic too. What do you think? Yeah, I th-
0: I I think I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, here's how we're going to end this topic uh on TV shows. And I know we left out a billion things. You know, Dawson's Creek you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I was in love with Joey. Um any number of TV shows. X-Files. Jesus. right? Like, damn. like, ooh, 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 Talk
0: about it. Sh- that show used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, I would have nightmares about that show. Oh, that was such a good show. It was a good show, but I remember because you would have all the lights off in your <laughs> fucking TV room at your old house.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and they'd be like dissecting an alien or mm-hmm. something and like literally for a short period of time no joke i was afraid of being abducted by aliens oh no dude i i like literally was super afraid of that crap when when i would wake up in the middle of the night i would turn over so i wasn't facing the window because I thought if I was facing the window, the aliens could suck me out of the window easier. Yeah. there's a thing called
1: night terrors mm-hmm, okay, and I think f- I probably already have those and and yeah. the, there's people and there's uh people think that a lot of people think they've been abducted by aliens have had these night terrors right okay uh so so you didn't have the night terror when you were just afraid aliens would come in and stuff uh but night terror. It's a sleep disorder causing feelings of terror dread that typically occur during the first hours of Stage 3 uh, REM. So people will think they wake up and they are frozen, and they will see objects in the room. Yeah. And a lot of times those objects will, and they can't do anything, and They like yeah. think they scream, yeah. and they can't do anything, and you can't do it and stuff. Right, right. And so a lot of people think that that's what stems from the, the alien abduction okay. type thing. Okay. But talking about being afraid of alien abduction what was it uh the movie fire in the sky yeah um, you know what i'm talking about where the guy like i it was, was based on a true story and
0: okay so the guy I...
1: disappeared for like a week and a half and I, then like i
0: know what uh, what movie you're talking about but i've still never seen that don't watch it
1: don't it, watch it I, I rewatched it like five years ago and i was like holy shit this still gives me the creeps. yeah and yeah. at this point i don't even believe that crap anymore, right, right right like but still like you're like holy shit um, I remember, okay, so two things, X-Files, watching the pilot episode, um, my dad and I watched it, and I was like, this is scary, but it's awesome, because it's alien, it's mm-hmm, cool, mm-hmm. and then, like, um, I was in fifth grade, the basketball league for fifth and sixth grade was called uh, the Biddy League. I, I think it was called the Bitty League. Okay. Dustin, okay. Dustin, you can correct me and stuff. But anyways, um, at East School, you had the good team, which was the Bobcats. I think it was the Bobcats. I don't even remember anymore. Man, it's been too long. But anyways, you had the good team and you had the bad team. I was on the bad team. But I was a really good free throw shooter. And we we had I got put into a free throw contest, etc., uh, in the Biddy League for all the schools in, in uh-huh. Lancaster. So uh-huh. all the fifth, sixth grade schools. I placed yeah. like second or something. I can't remember. Well, anyways, Friday night, X-Files is on at 8 o'clock, I think, or 9 okay. o'clock. Uh-huh. Friday night. Friday night. And do you remember my old house? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, everybody would come to the back door. Yeah. Like, if yep. you knew us. Yep. Nobody, yep. Would, I mean, nobody that knew us would go to the front door. Right, But right. people that didn't know us would not come to the back door. They would always go to the front door. Go to the front, yeah. Right. So I'm watching X Files. Uh, Adam and Leanne are gone. Mom and Dad are out to dinner because I'm old enough. I'm in fifth or sixth grade, whatever. Michael can stay at home. I'm watching X Files, scared shitless because it's X Files. And on the back door of that house in that little kitchen, I hear a. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Right. And of course the kitchen lights on, you know, like lights are on and stuff. And I'm uh-huh, like, huh. And I don't know why I answered it. But I was like, I had a dread, like, oh, maybe something happened, mom, because it had to be a family member, right? Nobody ever went back. To the back door. To the back door, except for family members or people. And I go there, and I open the door, and it's some random guy. Okay. Okay. And he's like, are you Michael Moyer? And I'm like, yes. Uh And he's like, oh, here's your gift certificate for placing sixth, second place in the free throw competition for the Biddy League. And I was just like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> because I was just like, what the heck just happened? Right, right. It was so strange. And then he left. it was 8.45 on a Friday night. And I was just like, mom and dad came home like, you know, 30 minutes later and I was like, yeah, this yeah. guy brought this over. And and mom was like, why did he bring it in front? So to this day, I wish I knew who that guy was. Yeah. I want to talk to him and be like, one, why are you delivering some crappy gift certificates at 830 plus mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. Friday night? Mm-hmm. And how did you know to come to the back door? Right. Because you could always hear the front door if people came to the front door. Okay. And I would never go answer that because that's just solicitors or whatever Yeah, it's. yeah, yeah. But he he knew, Yeah, Yeah. so X-Files. Interesting. But yeah, Firefly, or Fire in the Sky, scary movie still to this day, Um, even if you don't believe in aliens, whatever that stuff, but I I feel like that movie is a very effective creep you out uh, type place, Mm -hmm. but man, Mm -hmm. um, I loved, 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 loved reading alien abduction novels in... When I was like in second, third grade. Okay. Here's Michael's reading list when he was in second grade. <laughs> the Shining. um, All Stephen King books. Okay. okay. I'm in second grade. I, I couldn't really understand them, but I loved reading scary movies. And the the book that made me stop reading novels that were scary was a book called um, Communion. Hmm. Sounds like a religious thing. And it was about an alien abduction. Yeah, here it is. Communion book. Let me show you the cover of this fucking book. I was reading this in Myrtle Beach. Okay. And just the cover alone scared the crap out of me when I was in like third grade. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So everyone, I'm going to share this picture. It's like, you know, a typical uh, gray man, uh, alien person with big eyes and stuff. I read this book and I was convinced that aliens were going to come and take me away and stuff. and uh, yeah. I don't think I ever finished the book, so I need to go back and finish it. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on through my parents' mind at the time. Like, hey mom, can you buy this book for me? Hey mom, I really want to read The Shining. And she's you like, were, oh, that, that's that fun, happy-go-lucky <clears throat> movie that I watched. With. <laughs> you were the third kid at that, <laughs> that point. That, that, that is exactly <laughs> it. You reach the third kid and and my mother, who thought my brother was... Practicing Satanism because he was into Dungeons and Dragons was like, oh yeah, let Michael read all these yeah. <laughs> Stephen King books and books about the abduction. Yeah, I, I just have, don't give a shit I don't anymore. Have the energy for. It. <laughs> oh man, that's all right. awesome. All right, Michael. So yep. Song of the week. All right, so song of the week. Since technically this show is about TV shows, yeah, the song of the week has to be your favorite. I guess it has to be my favorite because this would be my episode, right, of song mm-hmm. from a TV show. Mm-hmm. And, and and since we're together, I think we should both talk this through. Okay. okay? So we have lots of shows. And, and, you know, the song, the intro song has been a lost art for a long time, right? Yeah. They're yeah. like super quick now. You know, they do a stoop, hop, skip, and a boot, stoop. Um, I have an idea. Okay. I don't think you've seen it. But have you heard of Too Many Cooks?
0: Uh, I have not, no.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Listeners, I am going to play just the first, like, minute of this song. Uh Uh-huh. But I really recommend you click the link in our show notes. Yeah. And watch this amazing video.
2: A pinch of salt and laughter too, a scoop of kids to add the spice, a dash of love to make it nice, and you got too many cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks.
1: All right, Kevin, after that fucked up shit, (laughs) are you ready for another?